Hi, I'm Jen Mosier, the Associate Director and Leadership Formation Specialist from the Parish Support Team, and I'm here to help you overcome obstacles to mission. Today, I'm going to teach you how to share the gospel through your testimony. One of the key skills that an aspiring missionary disciple would be wise to develop is the ability to share one's own testimony of how God has worked in one's life. Sharing a personal story of a time in which I had a life-changing encounter with the Lord can have a powerful impact on someone who might be searching for God or open to a change in their life. Good stories tap into our deepest human experience and longings. They are relatable and stir our imaginations for what could be. In short, sharing my story opens up the possibility that an encounter with Jesus or ongoing encounters could happen for others. Now, there are many different approaches for how someone could share their testimony. One of the most common is for someone to speak of their life before an encounter with Jesus, what happened during the encounter, and what happened after. How did my life change, or what did the encounter do for me? This is a great way to start, but it can be easy to skip over the most important element of the story, which is to speak of who Jesus is and what he has done for me. This is why it can be very helpful to use an alternative approach, which uses the core gospel message as an outline to follow in crafting your story. Here at the Archdiocese, we like to articulate this core gospel message using the mnemonic of the four R's. God loves us and made us for relationship with him and others. Sin ruins our relationship and isolates us now and for eternity. Jesus restores our relationships by his death and resurrection. Our response to accept Jesus opens us to life eternal. When we spend some time reflecting on how these four R's, relationship, ruins, restores, response, have played out in our own lives, we can use them not only as a foundation for sharing our own testimony, but also for proclaiming the gospel in a clear and personal way. To begin, I want to identify what is a specific moment, event, or season in my life that could serve as the focus of my five-minute testimony. Was there a particular moment when I made a decision to follow Jesus or intentionally chose to go deeper in my relationship with Him? Was there a season in my life that served as an important turning point in my faith journey? Can I recall a specific area of my personal discipleship journey where I experienced a deeper conversion and turning away from sin? When did I experience the Lord healing an area of my heart that I couldn't change on my own? Can I identify a point in my life when I encountered God's love or presence in a new way? When I went through these questions myself, a time that came to mind was when I was 22 years old had experienced the breakup of a year-long dating relationship at the end of college and was about to begin a new job as a high school campus minister. It was a difficult time of transitions that left me feeling scared and uncertain about the future, which opened me up to the possibility of God working in my life in a new way. Once I've identified that specific moment or event I want to zoom in on, then I want to reflect How could I share the details of my story, highlighting my experience of the four R's? How might I articulate the answers to these questions in my own words 
emphasizing the language or message of the four R's. To do this, let's reflect on each one of these moments of the four R's individually. The first R is relationship. God loves us and made us for relationship with him and others. I want to reflect. What was my relationship with God like before or at the beginning of the time period I'm highlighting in my story? Did I know that God loved me and made me for relationship with him and others, or did I not know this? What details of my life manifested or reflected the state of my relationship with God and others? This reflection can form the foundation for me to share briefly about these details. As an example of what this sharing could sound like, let's go back to the moment I mentioned in my own life, when I was 22 years old and had just graduated from college. I had grown up hearing in my family that God loved me and was inviting me into a personal relationship with him, and that knowledge shaped many of the choices I made as I was growing up. During my college years, I had additional experiences with some youth retreats where I got to build friendships with peers who were like-minded and where I was mentored by some priests and lay people who set a strong example of faith for me. So by the time I graduated from college, I had already been living an intentional life of Christian discipleship for some time. I wanted to grow deeper in my relationship with God, and I wanted to share with others the satisfaction and fulfillment I had found in my friendship with Jesus. Now let's take a look at the second R, ruins. Sin ruins our relationships and isolates us now and for eternity. Here I want to think about what impact or consequences did sin, my own or others, have on my relationships with God and with the people around me? How did I clearly recognize or become aware of the consequences of sin, my own or others, in my life? In my personal example, even though I had avoided many of the pitfalls that college students can fall into, I certainly wasn't immune from experiencing the consequences of my own sin or the brokenness that comes from living in a sinful world. This hit home for me with the end of a year-long dating relationship that brought up all sorts of insecurities. In combination with the transition from college to the working world, I was left wondering what to do and where to go with all my fears. I knew I needed to look to God to answer these questions, but I didn't know where or how to begin. Shifting back to our consideration of the gospel message, let's look at the third R, restores. Jesus restores our relationships by his death and resurrection. I want to consider what happened when I realized that God desired a personal relationship with me and that sin was an obstacle to this relationship. How did I experience the love of God in my life in a new way? What did Jesus restore for me? For example, a broken heart, my relationship with him or with others, or difficult life circumstances that were impacted by my own sin or the sins of others? What experiences, events, or circumstances did God use to heal me from the wounds of sin? What impact has this restoration had on my relationships with God and others? In my own life, I began to seek out this restoration when I sent up a time to meet with a priest I knew, Father Jim, to talk with him about what I was experiencing. I explained how I was asking God to help and show me what to do with all my feelings of brokenness, but that I didn't know what else to do. When I finished sharing, he quoted part of Isaiah 43 verse 4, which says, Because you are precious in my eyes and glorious, and I love you. 
Then he said to me, Jen, you are the beloved daughter of the Father with whom he is well pleased. In my pain and uncertainty, that verse pierced my heart. I had been told my whole life that God loved me, and I had even been trying to grow in my relationship with him, but I knew that I hadn't fully received the truth about who I was. I honestly responded to Father Jim saying, I don't believe that. He asked, what about that don't you believe? And I told him, I'm not sure. I just know that it doesn't resonate with me about what I believe about myself. He told me to spend some time praying with the verse from Isaiah 43 and shared with me a few suggestions for how to take my fears honestly to God in prayer. I left my conversation with Father Jim uncertain how God would resolve all the fears and feelings inside of me, yet hopeful. I felt like God had opened my mind and heart to a new way of relating to him, one where I had permission to be completely honest with him when the knowledge in my head didn't match the experience in my heart. Now let's turn to the final and fourth R, which is response. Our response to accept Jesus opens us to life eternal. Here, I want to think about, what did my response to that healing or restoration look like? How did the experience of restoration lead me to pursue a more intentional relationship with God? How is the Lord continuing to invite me to ongoing conversion and discipleship as a result of that restoration? In my personal example, my response to the Word of God to me through Father Jim was to take the scripture passage and his words to me about being the beloved daughter of the Father to prayer. I was convicted that if I was going to be serving the spiritual needs of others, I had to be praying each day, and I was even more motivated after that conversation. So I developed the habit of contemplative conversational prayer for at least half an hour each day, striving to be increasingly more open and honest with God about my struggles. Over time, this habit of prayer led to profound growth in my ability to sense and trust in God's love for me, displacing many of my fears and insecurities and resulting in deeper peace and joy in my life. Now, as you begin to lean into this skill, here are a few tips to sharing an impactful testimony using this outline of the four R's. The first is to know your audience. It's always best to share your story in the context of a relationship where trust and friendship have already been established. The listener will usually be much more receptive to hearing your story, and it gives you greater confidence that what you share might relate to their experience. Second, you also want to avoid making your story too long or giving too much context. It's helpful to consider how much time do you have? It's good to have a couple of versions of your story, one that's less than five minutes long and one that's longer and provides more detail. Also ask yourself, what is the sweet spot of providing enough detail for the story to make sense without giving so much detail that the point of the story gets lost? Especially when you have a time limit, give only as much context as you need to make the point. Third, feel free to emphasize only one or two of the four R's. It's important to remember that this is not a formula. The four R's are just an outline or skeleton. You can highlight or emphasize the part of the gospel message that you think your friend needs to hear the most. For someone who might be searching hard for God, 
or at a moment of conversion to put the Lord at the center of their life in a new way, making the language of the four R's even more explicit could be helpful. And don't forget to use the name of Jesus. It has power. Fourth, use discretion. It's always prudent to wait until you have experienced healing to highlight painful points in your own story. It's also not necessary to share in-depth or overly sensitive details about areas of sin in order for someone to understand what you're trying to communicate. You always want to highlight the power of Jesus and the message of the gospel in the four R's rather than the details of sin. Finally, it is highly recommended that you practice with others. Find someone you feel comfortable sharing with so you can work through the details, language, and transitions. Even if it's a little scary, ask for feedback about how you might improve your delivery and practice again. This will help you grow in confidence and competence in your ability to share in the moment with the person who needs to hear about your encounter with God's love and mercy. If you have any specific questions or comments about sharing the gospel through your testimony, I'd love to chat. You can reach me at jkmosier at archomaha.org to continue the conversation.